Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going to take a bite of a meaty sandwich this morning, or whenever you're listening, Brandon. Here's the headline. There's no such thing as a good divorce. While divorce may sometimes be warranted and even necessary, it is never a cause for celebration. This coming to us via Christianity Today, and the author would be Russell Moore. Oh, I want you to go, MAGA. I want you to go, woke. Tell me how divorce... I mean, Russell Moore is a theologian, and he's pretty, oh. I mean, you know, I, yes. I would say, but I, I'm sort of of the mind more and more of these sort of writers and theologians and good people are becoming less and less MAGA influenced. I'm going to give him a middle of the road. I really like this article. I agree with him on that. Maybe that makes him be less inclined. I will give you a little inside baseball here for the oh. people listening that I completely blew it. We've already recorded this show once, but I forgot to hit the record, but it's the first time in a year. So, Hey, you know, happy anniversary, Larry, but I did like this article a lot. I think that it's well worth a read for anybody that is thinking about divorce as somebody they know that's getting divorced. I think it's an interesting, even if you're not a Christian, I think it, it, it weighs into some really meaty material. Okay, let's read this, and then I have a uh, confession for you to give. All right, here's the, the article cites a work from sociologist Elizabeth Marquat on the inner lives of well-adjusted children of divorce. They do not grow up to become arsonists or drug addicts or cryptocurrency crypters, and they're usually not divorced themselves. What affects these people into their adulthood, she argues, is not the external factors of parents fighting or implicitly blaming them, but rather the radical restructuring of the child's universe. On the show that you forgot to record, (laughs) you admitted that your parents were divorced and you yourself were once divorced. So you are pretty qualified to speak about this. I I totally agree with Russell on this. You know, as a child of a broken home, in my home, my, my, my parents' divorce was like, you know, it was, it was up there in the in the annals of divorce history. My parents was my mom took uh, my parents' bed out into the driveway and poured gas on it and lit it on fire in front of us. Wow. Yeah, I mean, some crazy, crazy ass shit went down. And I remember just thinking to myself, I knew it was crazy then. I knew that what was going on. And so when, look again, I've said this many times. I don't, I I can't walk in somebody else's shoes. My dad had a really but you'll try. Hard, well, my dad had a really hard childhood. Yes, he was an orphan. Yeah, he was an orphan. Well, he wasn't an orphan, but he was abandoned, and he was in foster care. With, and So it was rough. He did it the best he could as a dad. I really I feel grateful that I had my dad in my life. He was a great dad in many ways. And he did right by us in so many ways. But if I had any criticism of him, it would be like, bro, you could have sucked it up for another six years and got my brother, Damon, out of high school and then left. And it went okay. Now, he had an affair with my stepmom, who he was married to for 40 years. So I think they were genuinely meant to be together. They were happy. They were definitely more suited for one another. But it was sort of like, it's easy for people to say, oh, well, this is just really hard. And I, again, I am not one ever to say that divorce shouldn't happen. Right? You, if somebody's beating their wife or something terrible's going on, there are Christian homes that are like, nope, sorry, you got to stay in it. Well, even Jesus said you could get divorced, right? So there's like, most, I don't know any pastors that would say ultimately that divorce is going to damn you to hell because there's scripture that supports it. It's not. Well, there are, but go on. Well, I know there are, but they're wrong. End of story, I would sit down with them and go toe to toe with them right now. I could point out scripture that would say you're wrong. But that's beside the point. Those are people that want to control people's lives. So 
That said, I do think that leaving a fam- or splitting a family up when you have children is never, ever a good thing. Now, again, I could just hear people out there going, you don't understand my life. Yeah. It was. I'm like, Send I your don't, emails to I don't, I don't understand your life. I don't. And I don't claim to say, and I'm not judging you. I'm not saying, wow. I'm just simply saying, as the product of that, I know how hard it is. I, I, I guess it's equivalent to me. People always ask me, hey, Brandon, my kid's a little bit young. Should I hold them back? And you know what my answer is every single time as a teacher of 25 years? Yes. You know why? Because I skipped a grade and it had a huge impact on my life. Your, our advice is oftentimes coming from our own place of either hurt or experience or whatever. So when my parents divorced, as crappy as a marriage as they had, I never would have rooted for them, ever would have wanted them to get divorced. I remember how horrible it was the day my mom came home and told us that my dad was leaving her. It was horrible, devastating. It, it still this day affects my life. I will never get divorced. Corey would have to leave me because it ain't going to be me leaving her. I don't care what she did. And it's because I just think that it's, it's like when we get married, we make a choice. And I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like weddings. Full disclosure, I hate weddings. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> well, it's not it's not the reason why I didn't go to your wedding, but yeah. um, I find weddings to be the most ridiculous thing on the planet Earth now because they've turned it into this like, oh, this magical day. And everything. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. Where, are you going to go back and reflect on that wedding when you're getting divorced in five years? I, I'm saying if 50% of homes end in divorce, then that means 50% of weddings are broken up. And yet people put yeah. so much time and energy and stress and money into weddings. I'm like... How about you put that time, energy, and stress into do we have a strong, healthy foundation for our marriage and our relationship? That's just the way I feel about it. Well, I just, I mean, I I would be the exact opposite. Like, who I was when I married my wife at 30, I am not even on the stratosphere of who that person is now. And so I think the hard part about marriage is that you're changing, they're changing, and the dynamics of the marriage are changing all simultaneously. Yeah. And how are you able to navigate that? Absolutely. I mean, my marriage is fundamentally different now than it was when Corey and I first got married. And here's the other thing, too. You throw kids into the mix, it's even <laughs> more crazy. Like, I think I remember this one time I had a buddy who subsequently got divorced. He's been married oh. a couple of times. And is he there was anybody like, anybody that's they, not divorced in they, your life? They had, a, they had a baby to save the marriage. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like, well, could you come up with a worse plan than that? This child that they had has never lived with her parents together in her whole, I mean, since she was one when they split up. And I'm like, wow, what a story this kid has. It's a grown adult child now, but it's like, wow. Again, I, I just don't, I, I don't agree with it. Can I just, just briefly pause and say, you are literally a tractor beam of divorce. Your parents were divorced. You got divorced. People come to consult you about whether they should get divorced. Your good friend got divorced, but I had a baby. So literally, you're a tractor beam of divorce. Yeah, maybe there's some truth to that. I mean, I mentioned that I had been married once before. And I I think one of the things about this is, you know, I believe that a lot of times people get to the end and they're really tired and they're frustrated and they don't want to go through the hard work of trying to reconcile and work on this. That's why separations happen. But I... I, when I got divorced, my previous wife, and again, we had no children, and I, she's a wonderful person, happily married now. We've been divorced for twenty over 20 years, so it's, it was like a breakup from a college girlfriend. But 
she didn't want to do any counseling. And, and I always found that, you know, odd, like, wait, you get married, you do all this stuff. And then you're not even willing to see if you can repair it. Because I think people want magic. They don't want to do the heavy lifting of yes. marriage and work. They think, oh, we're married. We should just be in love forever. I'm like, are you kidding me? Look, marriage is hard. And you fall in and out of love with your spouse all the time. Like it changed one year. You're just, it's blissful. The next year it's just a constant on the edge of your seat, fingernails to the top. I mean, you know, if you have problems with your kid, it can it put strain financial jobs, all that stuff puts strains on a marriage. But if you have a focus, a compass that you share together of saying, Hey, you know what? We're moving in this direction together. I think that's when people really get into, if there's ever a time where marriages really struggle, it's when people shift the focus of what they want, right? You always hear this, like somebody has a midlife crisis and they're like, you know, I just, I just don't want to be married anymore. I'm like, well, so what? F you, you don't want to be married anymore. You chose this. You don't get to choose out of it. Well, I would just say though, whether, whatever you choose, whatever you're thinking, like life will be hard. So if you want out of this marriage, you're going to become single and there will be hard things coming at you. So it's not like you're going to choose and life's going to become easy. I like your term magical. Like people think I'm going to become a Christian, follow Jesus, and my life is magically going to get better. Well, if you follow the real Jesus and you're going to love and serve the poor and give your money away, it's going to get harder. Yeah. So like marriage, I mean, I, once again, I can, my most broken moments of my life were the hardest parts of my marriage. And if I had thought some point like, which I probably was like, hey, man, it would just be easier if I was not in this. Someone would have come along and be like, hey, man, you might get married again. Guess what? It's going to be just as effing hard. Well, and that's why I say I hate weddings, because I think that people, if people knew how hard a, a marriage was, they may never do it. They're like, oh, I don't want anything to do that. You know, I, I, I mentioned this. that Jeff I had, Finger, I had he a, knows. Jeff Finger is right all along. Yes. I had a friend recently that sort of confessed that they're really struggling in their marriage and the, the things they were struggling Once again, with. Once you're attracted to me. I am attracted to me. The things they were struggling, I think they wanted me to give them tacit, like, excuse to say, hey, you know what? You're hey, right. Brandon, it's hard. Uh, excuse me, Brandon. <laughs> is it okay if we get divorced? <laughs> well, you know, kids. Me. I, I don't think it is. And, I, and I'm not going to give you permission to do so. So that is where I stand on this lure. You can make fun of me all you want. I know who I am and I know what I'm about. So I'm sticking with You know, with but that. I will say this is, as we put this in perspective, of the closest people that I have in my life, half of them are divorced. They're with their spouse. They have great marriages. Divorce is not a predictor. You like, once again, it come back to this title. It just radically affects the worldview you have. Because imagine you were 13 or I have friends that were 10. Your brother, Damon D was what, nine, whatever. Yeah. You probably just think the world that you feel abandoned. You could get abandoned at any moment. Yeah. If that were, that that's how it would affect I still you. I still have that vision of the world. Yes. Like it could happen tomorrow and I it's not healthy. And that's one of the reasons why for my my gift to my daughter is as hard as it is sometimes to be married and to do family, it's my gift to her. It's my gift to her to to continue to put one foot in front of the other so that she wakes up as an adult and feels safe. That's all I'm trying to do as a parent. And that's part so, of it. If I have this correct. You sit down, Mabel. Say, Mabel, the reason I'm going to stay with your Here mom it comes. every day is for you, Mabel. It's not It's not about what's going on with you. But for you, Mabel, that is the reason. You are, is that, you're that a really, yes, that's exactly it. You're really a jackass. We just finished our, our one-year anniversary, and I'm feeling like I need to divorce from you. I really, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should go to couples counseling. Anyway, Larry, I'd like to thank you for teaching me, again, absolutely nothing about a healthy marriage and divorce. 